Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Court today on C103. And our regular show councillor Joe Heffernan joins us as he does every Tuesday. Hello to you, Joe. Hi, JP. And hope you're keeping well. You were, I know you had a cold last week. How did the cold disappear? Or are you still suffering from it? <laughs> there oh, we go. There it's we are. Um, <laughs> That's the uh, answer. Hanging in there. Um, yeah, yeah. It turned out I had an oral infection, and um, the uh, the GP put me on an antibiotic, and uh, I'm halfway through that. So. Uh, I'm both feeling a little bit better and optimistic that I will feel back to health again very soon. Well, that's good. And uh, speaking of being optimistic, we're going to discuss self-esteem today, Joe. Mm. And already a number of texts in, they're asking, Hi, Joe, self-confidence and self-esteem, are they the same thing? And would you describe, I suppose, more or less they are? I think more or less, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, but a lot of people think that self-esteem sort of falls out of the sky or um, you kind of, you're lucky to have it or you're unlucky not to have it or something like that. But in fact, there are five building blocks of self-esteem. I mean, it is um, identifiable in the sense that there are five building blocks. And the first one of them, I suppose it makes complete sense, would be a sense of security. Now, like, how safe do I feel um, eh, when we were going to the national school? You know, did I feel okay at the secondary school um, as an adult? Um, 
you know, safety in my home, in my community, uh, in my job, uh, in maybe I'm studying in college. Um, and finances, of course, come into it too. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we can or cannot do um, uh, due to financial burden, which in the present day and age is has come floating right up to the top, I suppose, really. Um, people are finding things tough. Younger people, um, uh, by that now I could even mean people, you know, say 25 to 35. Um, life is not easy. Um, you know, uh, it's tough going. And, um, yeah, especially for that age group, if they're renting, they're finding it tough to pay their oh, rent every totally. month. And then you yeah. have maybe an older cohort who are uh, trying to deal with mortgages and rates going yeah. up. And we discussed mortgage arrears earlier on the show. So, yeah, there is a feel, I suppose, yeah. if you're not secure in your own home or maybe in the job you're in, you might be afraid that you could, things could change in the future. It all does impact. Absolutely. So a sense of security. Now, the second one then would be a sense of identity. That would be like... Who am I? Um, you know, we hear in business a lot about um, a SWOT in analysis. S-W-O-T. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So, what are my strengths? Um, you know, it could be um, uh, I'm kind, uh, I'm intelligent, I'm, um, uh, you know, uh, with the previous one, I feel secure, <coughs> etc. So that, like, um, my sense of identity, um, how do I see myself? Um, am I seeing myself as, like, um, uh, would my strengths outweigh my weaknesses? And um, a lot of people, if they start to write down about um, strengths and weaknesses, um, tend to be very hard on themselves and maybe the uh, the line with the weaknesses would appear to be a little bit longer than the strengths. And I think that needs to be definitely looked at a second time. We need to recognize the, 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 good, the goodness of ourselves, you know. And what needs to change, I suppose, if you are doing a list, if you feel there is a change that is needed, which one do you change? Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I mean, if there's something that I've been meaning to do with a long time, but I've been procrastinating um, uh, or I've just been playing lazy about it, um, well, maybe I need to just do the first step. Uh, that could be an email, it could be a phone call, um, it could be any little thing. But without the first step, there won't be a second step. So that kind of, um, uh, you know, strengths and weaknesses, a sense of identity. And then we all need, I think, a sense of belonging. Um, you know, I belong in my family, I hope. I belong in my home. I belong in my community. I belong in the school or college that I'm attending. Um, uh, you know, I, I belong in my job. Um, that kind of a sense of belonging, a sense of that there are people that I could pick up the phone to and say, hi, the weather is good, how are you doing? Um, you know, it needn't be 
something very um, deep or dramatic, but um, a kind of a sense of belonging um, uh, with other people. And a kind of trust in there as well, whether that be in the workplace or in the school or in the community you live in, uh, that, that you, you know you can rely on people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't it lovely to think that um, if I was in trouble, um, I could pick up the phone to A or B or C and, um, and that I would uh, uh, encounter a listening ear and very possibly, possibly, um, you know, um, uh, help in, in, in whatever area uh, the help would be, w- would be needed. Absolutely, JP. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, and, and in a community situation, because we we hear this in in the show a lot, I suppose, uh, from people who may be new to a community or others feel by maybe not part of a community. It's very important to uh, to be able to reach out in a housing estate or in a, a local village or town or or wherever the help is there, and that can be said for school and college as well. I mean, there's a lot of issues in schools today that maybe were not there were there in some capacity ten or twenty years ago, but are different uh, today than they would have been ten or twenty years ago. Absolutely, and um, you know, uh, with with all this thing with social media and yeah. all of that, mm. um, younger people can feel peculiarly and paradoxically they can feel quite um, isolated in the midst of all the um, the chatter online. So yeah, it's so important to feel that one belongs. Um, that often comes up if I talk to younger people about belonging to the group, you know? Mm, and I suppose it brings us nicely on to the next uh, point because if you're looking to be belong somewhere, you also feel that there has to be some sense of purpose, I suppose, in your life or in what you do. Yeah, yeah. What do I want in my life? Um, you know, um, especially what do I need in my life and, and how do I go about... Um, uh, about that um <coughs> excuse me um so there's um uh, in fact next week now we might uh, get into goal setting which would be and then a sense of purpose yeah that's the fourth one um um what do i want in my life what and more importantly uh, what do i need in my life and and if i am to achieve that what do I need to do, which is very reminiscent of the other one that we just mentioned. Um, you know, what's my first step? And it needn't be an almighty big thing like um, moving to Canada. It might be making a phone call to a friend. Um, or, or, you know, it might be opening up to a family member about something that is troubling one. But um, that would be, you know, a sense of purpose a sense of getting something done that I really want and need to be done. And then uh, the last one, then the fifth one, is a sense of competence. If you remember, and indeed you do, Barack Obama being here um, many years ago, and there was um, uh, the, that slogan he had, uh, and it was, um, is Fedeling. Um We are able, we can. Um, and and if I'm a person who has more I can in my life than I can't, well then I'm getting there. Um, so that I feel able to achieve uh, these uh, goals that I would have in my sense of purpose. 
So that's very important. And there was a study done some years ago, and I think it's very, very important for parents to hear it, especially. Um, it was a study by a person called Stanley Coppersmith, and it was called The Antecedents of Self-Esteem. And uh, the, the whole idea was like, what fosters self-esteem in a child? And amazingly, a lot of us would have mentioned the things which it, which it actually is not. It's not related to family wealth. It's not related to education. It's not um, uh, uh, related to where we live. Or um, my dad's or mum's occupation or indeed always having mother at home. It's not dependent on those. But there were four conditions, according to this study, which promoted um, self-esteem in a child. And there were, one, the child experiences full acceptance of thoughts, feelings, and the value of their being. The second one was, the child operates in a context of clearly defined and enforced limits that are fair, non-oppressive, and negotiable. But your child is not given unrestricted freedom. I suppose, in a way, if a child is allowed to do whatever they want, that's a form of abandonment too, maybe. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Number three, the child experiences respect for their dignity as a human being. And the fourth one, the parents themselves tend to enjoy a high level of self-esteem. So um, all the other things that we might have related to or think um, this is what promotes self-esteem in our child. Um, so it's it's pretty, uh, you know, surprising, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and in a way, while it is surprising, it's when you read it out there, it's it's not over surprising either that it's kind of the basics and back to basics for a lot of that when it comes to parenting. Uh, so the child is confident enough, I suppose, when they go to the next stage of their lives and overall then for the, the adults, I mean, what you've outlined there on, on the building blocks, more or less, uh, to mm. create that self-esteem that will give you that boost then as well to go on and be a better parent or be a better person in the workplace so it all I suppose goes around in, in a circle but in a good way Joe as well uh, to create some mm. positivity for that uh, good good words there Joe on that and a lot of interest on self-esteem I think the goals you spoke about there we should uh, definitely touch on that next week but for the moment uh, thanks for joining us and enjoy your week Joe Take care. Joe Heffernan there joining us as usual on a Tuesday. He's our regular show counsellor you can contact Joe on 86 Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.